0: Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle. And here's a highlight from today's show. I have Eric Holder with me here on the Madison Show. Serves as chairman of the National Democratic Redistricting uh, Committee. And as you know, during the Obama administration, he was the 82nd Attorney General of the United States. And uh, let me get right to... Uh, I guess this would be a a major news event out of Ohio. And let's talk about the repercussions it has uh, around the country. Help me understand what happened. Uh, The Ohio Republicans submitted a map for redistricting that was rejected by the Ohio Supreme Court. And I guess they were asked to go back, redraw. They did and submit it. What the same map or something that was identical uh, is is that pretty much does that sum
1: it up? Yeah, what's happened is that there is a, a redistricting commission in Ohio right. uh, that is dominated by Republicans, and they have submitted two maps to the two sets of maps to the Ohio Supreme Court, and the Ohio Supreme Court, which is a majority which is a majority Republican court, has rejected the maps on two occasions. The Republican chief justice has sided with uh, with Democrats and with fairness and said that the maps that you're sending to us are still gerrymandered. Now, here's the interesting thing. They, the commission then gets together and says, you know, at the suggestion of the Supreme Court and some politicians in Ohio and says, we'll put together a, a Republican map drawer, a Democratic map drawer, and we'll come up with maps that we think will be fair. I've looked at those maps that the, the map drawers have come up with, and I don't agree with them totally, but I think they're fair maps. They have now— uh, and they put those before the commission, and the commission has rejected those maps and is sending for a third time back to the Ohio Supreme Court a very partisan, gerrymandered, favoring Republican um, set of maps. And so I expect that the Ohio Supreme Court, for a third time, will reject the maps sent to them by the Republican-dominated um, uh, commission. So, so Eric Holder, how often— does, can
0: this keep happening? I mean, how how often does this keep going on? At what point do,
1: uh, and what do you do? Well, I applaud the Ohio Supreme Court and in particular the Chief Justice for doing what she is doing to keep up the pressure and to make sure that these people in the commission do that which they are supposed to do. I mean, you got to look at what the Ohio Republicans were trying to do. Trump got 53.2 percent of the vote in Ohio. The first draft that they sent up gave the Republicans 80 percent of the congressional seats and a substantial number of the state legislative seats as well. They were drawing lines that were totally inconsistent with the amount of support that Republicans get. As long as the Ohio Supreme Court sticks to its guns, I think ultimately, ultimately, the commission will bend and send up um, fair maps.
0: Really? I, I I think I saw a news uh, story uh, where in, in one of these maps, Literally, uh, if you went across the street or a boulevard, you were in another district. And, and that that type of gerrymandering was going on, correct? Absolutely, um, they have
1: they have drawn these things in a way that f- don't follow best practices. Where you generally have um, you know districts that are fairly compact that keep together communities of interest that respect national natural boundaries. Uh, they have drawn these things in such a way to keep people like Jim Jordan, you know, who is in a very gerrymandered district, uh, a district that you know winds around the, the state, uh, and, and so you know people have to understand there are practical consequences to this gerrymandering. You have got you know a, a radical, a, a a one a January 6th denier, a powerful person like Jim Jordan in the United States House of Representatives who potentially could be in a leadership position all as a result of the gerrymandering that happens in Ohio. Now, if I could move out of Ohio for just... Well, let me
0: stay in Ohio for one minute. I'm sorry. Um, I know in Texas, there was an attempt to try and merge two congressional Black Caucus district members. Did They they try to pull the same thing in Ohio.
1: They have not done that as yet. I mean, the, the maps, the lines that they have drawn... Um, are, are such that they are fundamentally unfair they favor again republicans um, yeah. if you if you look at the um what they've tried to do with regards to the number of congressional seats their initial map gave them 12 out of the 15 um 12 <clears throat> out of the 15 congressional seats in ohio again in a state where trump got 53% of the vote now let's i today
0: was it today or it was, oh, it was sometime this week? We talked to um, uh, Jamie Harrison, who um, yeah. said, and, and I asked him, you know, are you concerned about losing Congression, the congressional districts and therefore losing the House, Democrats losing the House? Now, he said initially, folks felt that, uh, that the Democrats might be down 15 seats. But then he said he's confident, uh, to to a degree, that that they may be up 15
1: or more seats. What's your sense? Well, one of the we stopped Republicans from drawing their way into a majority in Congress, like they had done immediately after the last cycle, which was in 2011. Uh, It's something you know that I'm proud of. It's something that nobody should take for granted. I mean, the Republicans came into this redistricting process. And they said they were going to create a decade of power. That was that was their word, uh, their their phrase, through gerrymandered maps. And that would, you know, stymie the will of the people. And we have stopped them from doing that. They will not be able to draw their way into the majority. Now, it may be, I don't know what happens in, you know, November. There may be an election on maps that are certainly more fair than the Republicans wanted, that the Republicans will nevertheless, because of history. I mean, history tells us that in the first term, uh, right. the first... Uh, From election, you know, the the sitting party, sitting president does not do well. I think that people are being a little pessimistic. I actually think that Democrats can still can still pull this out. But if Democrats lose the House, it won't be because of the gerrymandering that uh, Republicans tried to do. The NDRC stopped them. They have not been successful in gerrymandering their way into the majority. Now, if I'm not mistaken,
0: a lot of these um, uh, court decisions have been in by judges that were either Trump support
1: uh, appointed or Republican appointed. Yeah, we have done quite well in our litigation efforts. As I was talking about, we have uh, a Republican dominated Supreme Court in Ohio that has stood for fair maps. If you look at what happened in Alabama, where we're trying to create another African American opportunity district, two Trump judges stood uh, with us for fairness. Uh, it was the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court, that has been the problematic court. Although people, judges at the lower level, judges in the state courts, have really sided with uh, with us and stood for fairness, the United States Supreme Court has been a problem. And I think this is an indication of what we're going to see from this court, both with regard to the protection of the franchise uh, with regard to protecting reproductive rights, with regard to you know expanding in an unnecessary way uh, gun rights, and also with regard to affirmative action, this Supreme Court is a radical Supreme Court, and we have to do something about it. Court expansion is something that I think we have to seriously consider. Hmm.
0: But but when you say that the United States Supreme Court, what is their argument uh, 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 when when you get a, a ruling out of Ohio, or not Ohio or Alabama? Uh, I I don't mm-hmm. understand. I know I'm asking the former attorney general to explain a complicated legal process, but I'm just curious, what is their, is their argument, uh, is it based on precedent, or are they being, as they hate to say, activists,
1: judges? No, oh, so they're being totally activists, and they are ignoring precedent. In Alabama, when the courts in Alabama made the determination, again, Republican, Republican judges, Uh, You know, two Trump judges on a three-judge panel said, you know, that the way the lines are drawn here in Alabama disenfranchises black people in Alabama. Hmm. What the United States Supreme Court said was, well, it's too close to the um, primary election and would interfere with the conduct of the primary election. And therefore, um, we're not going to rule on it one way or the other, but you can't put into place the maps that the lower court said – uh, the non discriminatory maps that the lower court said you should put in place so that's what they did there. but then when you get to um, Wisconsin, they do something inconsistent and say, Well you know' it, 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 it's the court there, the lower courts there tried to do something um, and clearly closer in time to the um, to the primary elections. the Supreme Court said well that well that's okay so they're, they are, they're becoming result oriented as opposed to following um precedent and they come up with procedural procedural rules to somehow frustrate um, that which these lower court judges have said. But mark my words, this mm. is just a prelude to them trying to gut the remaining part, the, the really substantial remaining part of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, and that's Section 2. They've already done a, a job on preclearance in Section 5. They're going to try to go after the other part of the Voting Rights Act, which is Section 2. Are you um, this,
0: this may not be in your uh, wheelhouse, but if the House and the Senate if the Democrats can hold on and gain, uh, let's say, a couple of uh, seats or more in the Senate, and I understand mm-hmm. there might be five or so states that, uh, that could be up for grabs, do, do you think that the uh, effort that we, we campaigned on and worked on uh, and, and failed because of t- two Democrats that uh, refused to uh, change the filibuster ruling Do you think that the – do you believe the Democrats should reintroduce the bill and that it would
1: pass? That should be job one. That should be job one. If we are lucky enough or lucky enough, if we have good candidates and if we have good campaigns and if, say, we win in Pennsylvania, uh, take a Republican seat there, if we take a Republican seat um, in Ohio, I think two prime places – and you mm-hmm. end up with 52 Democrats in the, uh, in the Senate. And if you hold the House, I think those bills uh, should be reintroduced, and that should be S- Senate 1, H.R. 1 for the, the new Congress. Uh, you know, all right, so we, as a result of what happened last time, we still have the filibuster in place. Has that improved the quality of people's lives? And at the same time, you're seeing what these Republicans are trying to do in states around the country and trying to discriminate against people of color against democrats in terms of uh in terms of electoral or electoral infrastructure. And so, you know, we save the filibuster and for what? And so I think you're right. If in fact we were able to hold the house and increase our margins in the Senate, those bills should be reintroduced and that is something that I will be right there with you uh pushing the democrats to do.
0: Now, I I the state of Maryland has come up too. And in all fairness, uh, a Maryland judge ruled that the Democrats in the state had drawn an extreme gerrymandering uh, map. Uh, Your thoughts about that? Have you looked
1: into that? Yeah, and I I issued a statement on that, and I said that uh, I thought the judge was right. Um, and that the legislature was, necess- was not necessarily wrong. And what I meant by that was that I could understand what the judge said there, was concerned about what Democrats had done in Maryland. The legislature followed the Census Bureau data, uh, but not as closely as it should have. Increases in, You've seen increases in the number of, of African Americans in, in Maryland, an increase in the Hispanic population, and a, an increase in the concentration of the urban population. But the Democrats went too far and the maps that they drew were not maps that I would have drawn and i think the court ultimately um was right and so now the democrats should go back listen, look at what the uh the judge has said and redraw the maps okay final question
0: and 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 that's for my audience um this all sounds what we're talking about is can be very technical uh you've got a commission in one state like ohio uh is there anything listeners can do or are they just spectators in this uh, process
1: no i mean you're (laughs) you're the prime example of what a good citizen in this country does and i would urge everybody to buy joe's book radioactive you know it's it's a it's a great book i just got my copy yesterday and i'm starting to read it it's 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 already a, a good book but, you know, no, you, just, you just is, like
0: the fact your photograph's in it. I'm, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> well, no, yeah, it could have been a better picture,
1: but that, that, we'll talk about that. Um, but, the, you know, we tend to underestimate the power that we have as regular citizens. You know, I grew up at a time when it, we stopped a war. Because the American people said, you know, we're not, we don't, we're not supportive of the Vietnam War. The Vietnam War didn't stop because we had met our military objectives. It stopped because people decided they weren't going to support the war. We, have, we saw a civil rights movement that dismantled the system of American apartheid, not because its time was done, but because the people said, we want a change in that regard. And the same thing with regard to, to women's rights, LGBTQ rights. It all happens because concerned citizens, individuals get together Form groups, become larger groups, and then ultimately you get the people and mass demanding the kind of change that has made this nation um, what it is. And so, no, we, if you're if you're only a spectator, you're not being a good citizen. You need to be figuring out what it is that you can do to get involved in this fight for for fairness. We have as part of what I do with the National Democratic Redistricting Committee, an organization that's called All on the Line. If you go to allontheline.org, there are ways in which regular citizens can be involved in this fight for um, electoral fairness. And I would urge everybody to come up with a way in which you get involved. You know, Dr. King said that the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. But here's the deal. It doesn't bend on its own. It only bends when ordinary citizens, regular citizens, put their hands on that arc and pull it towards justice we can do this you know it, you
0: as you're speaking i'm thinking about the fact that the emmett till anti-lynching bill uh, got passed and was signed right and we're talking 100 years later when the f- was first right. introduced and 250 tries eventually and it happened it eventually
1: happened yes. yeah yes because of a popular demand for the bill yeah. uh, it, it should have gone to Further than it did, had to have to get Rand Paul, you know, on, on board. But um, yeah, that you think about all the the frustration that people felt over the years, but we didn't give up, and ultimately we got uh, an anti an anti lynching bill. Yeah, uh, Eric Holder,
0: thank you for coming on. Please keep us posted as to uh, you know how these maps are, are are proceeding and and being and and being drawn. And all on the line. Once again, give that information. I know I I get I um, I'm on board, and it it is really good information and well written. I mean, it's it's not some, you know, convoluted legal lies language. It's something everybody can understand. What's that again? And sure. we'll put it on our social media outlets. Yeah,
1: it's all on the line. Uh, one word. All on the line. dot org. If you go there, you'll find ways in which you can participate uh, in this fight for electoral fairness and to save our democracy, because that is okay. really what this fight is all about saving our democracy.
0: Okay, and people can also make contributions, I, I assume, too. Yep,
1: you can certainly do that. Um, but I tell you, you know, you know, I, I certainly want, but my finance people will hate me say, saying this. I certainly want people to contribute to the extent that you can. But what I really want to do is have people um, getting out there, going to meetings and making phone calls and pushing these people in power to do that, which is fair uh, for the American people.
0: Okay, Eric Holder, thank you very much. Appreciate you being on. And we'll talk again. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Joe. Take care. You, too. All right. Thank you. And we'll continue, folks. Um, Please go online and and sign up and you get you get regular you get regular notices and notification of what's going on what state it's going on where it's going so please everybody it's excellent information that you can uh, that you can count on